Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, I'm... Thank you so much for bringing yourselves into another entertaining night of MZ Indie Radio, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to let you know we're going to have a really great time tonight because we have the hilarious humor of Rodney Perry on tonight. And you all know him. I'm sure you do. He's one of our Blog Talk family members. And I'm sure he'll be back on again, but he took some moment out of his time to come and check me out and talk to us about what's going on. I believe we do have him on the line. Let me go and bring him on in. Hey, Rodney, are you here with us now? I am. What's up, little sex? I'm sitting looking at your, your little eyes looking at me on the blog talk page. <laughs> what's up, Rodney? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I took that just for you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sexy right there. <laughs> yeah, that's you know we all have our sides, and that's my little vixen side. <laughs> yeah, I like that, like that, like that. How are you? I'm fine, and um, I hear you've been busy, 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 and I want you to tell us all about it. <laughs> oh man, I mean, you want to start with today? You know, we I'm just walking off the set. We had a, a wonderful. We shoot we shoot two shows a day here at the Monisha. We shoot two shows a day. Usually we shoot three days of the week, but this week we're shooting four days. So uh, it, it's it's a kind of grueling schedule. We up at like 118 shows, 119 shows already for this this season, and we just got picked up for a second season. And uh, Monique and I have started uh, her comedy tour as well. Oh, so we work during the week. Yeah, we work during the week, and then we come to a town near you on the weekend and crack jokes. So uh, we we just trying to make it happen and. And really spread the love, you know. Oh, I know, I know, and I I appreciate um, you working with her and her, you know, um, bringing you out in our face a little bit more because we love the show and you guys together are a perfect team. I mean, I really love it. Oh man, it, it's such a major blessing. Uh, uh, you know, people ask me all the time, like, how'd you get this gig? How did it happen for you? And uh, it, it's kind of a situation of being in the right place at the right time. Um, you know, Monique and I, we really kind of began to develop, develop a relationship probably like four years ago, you know, and but nothing happens overnight. Like we had kind of met and we worked and kind of dealt with each other because the comedy world is very small. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we, we actually, my first encounter with her, is on a project called The Big Black Comedy Show. And The Big Black Comedy Show was a comedy DVD. Monique was a host. And I was actually the co-host behind the scenes, though I did all the behind-the-scenes interviews. And But we never dealt with each other because she was out front and I was in the back. Uh, then fast forward about a year and a half after that, 
I'm at a comedy club cracking jokes one night. She was in the audience, and I was funny, <laughs> right? So she she thought I was funny. She called me like two days later. Just she sought out my number, found it, called me. Yo, Rodney Perry, funny, and and she told me she was like. I know what it's like because I talk about my family on stage. I talk about my wife, my kids. And she said, I know what it's like to have a family in this game. And you, would you mind if I take your wife on a shopping spree? Oh. And I was like, no, I don't mind. So long story <laughs> short, she took my wife She took my wife out the following day, uh, spent over $2,500 in our home. And, and I was just taken aback by her generosity. And, and I asked her, like, how do I repay you for this? How do I get this back? And she told me, she was like, you know what, you don't pay me back. Someday, you know, you'll have an opportunity to help a young comic that you see something special in. And that was kind of really the beginning of our relationship. And we began to do tour dates here and there. And uh, she got a radio show. Now, when she got a radio show, she had another guy co-hosting with her. And, you know, for whatever reason, that didn't work out. And uh, around the time we were about to elect Barack Obama, uh, I went down, they do. They were doing a live remote, you know, when the radio station come out to the public, and they were right. doing a voting drive. So I was on the air with her that day, and I think they were looking to replace the guy at that time, and they were trying to find somebody that had some chemistry with her. And, and we had just a cool vibe that day. So maybe, I know exactly what day it was, because it was the Wednesday after we elected Barack Obama, they asked me to come into the studio. And just to give you a bit of my backstory, and you know the way I like to explain this is that a lot of times when God is is working on you in your life, He takes time to buff you up and prepare you for success. So in my preparation for success, I did radio in L.A. for three years for free. You know, I was on KJLH in on morning radio with Cliff Winston, and that started off just advertising my Friday night comedy show at the Comedy Union in L.A. So. Uh, when I was doing that three years, people would talk about me. I, man, they ain't paying you no money. You need to get out of there, man. What the, what the hell? Why are you doing it? And, and, and I felt that way, too. You know, I felt like, man, why am I doing this? You know, but God is like, just chill because I'm buffing you up. So fast forward to me getting the opportunity to work with Monique. I go in there the first day in the studio. Now, we all have baggage. My baggage at that point was the fact that I had worked for three years for free. So I'm walking into this situation going, I do not want this to be the first day of three years of more free radio. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so so, so I, I went in the studio, and, you know, I talked to my wife about it. She was like, just go do it. It's going to be fun. Just have a good time. So I went in the studio. We had a great first day. Cool. They looked at me at the end of the day. They said, Rodney, we'll see you tomorrow, Okay. I was like, hell no, this is it. You know, you know, you know. look at it like this. Every bad relationship starts with a hello. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I don't know if this is that hello. So day two comes, <laughs> you know, comes and goes. It was a great day. You know, at the end of the day, the producer looked at me, Rob Wilkins. He said, Rod, you know, he said, man, I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, this is it. Tomorrow. There he is. So the third day come, that Friday come, I'm in the studio. We we uh we had a great time, and at the end of the day, Monique's husband, who was our executive executive producer on the uh, TV show now, Sydney Hicks, Sydney pulled me to the side. Now I don't know if you ever been pulled to the side, but pulled yeah, to the side pulled, usually yeah. equal 
pulled to the side, usually end up in fire, you know. And I'm like, damn, I'm about to get fired. I done went from I done went from thinking I'm work for three years for free to I might get fired from a job I don't even have. So I'm like, oh Lord. So he pulled me to the side and said, Rod, man, we love what you're doing. Monique likes you. We love your energy together. Would you mind being her co-host? And I was like, hell no. He said, well, hold on before you accept. It only pays six figures. I said, what? I was like, man, when I tell you I cried like a baby in that studio that day, and they was like, oh, he's a crybaby. So we've been rolling ever since, but now, now, now you you hear that story, you go, oh, that's a great ending to a story. But three months later, we get canceled. Uh-oh. Three months later, we get canceled. And we get canceled, and I was, I was less worried for myself because I'm a comic. I'm a hustler by nature. You know, so we, we you know, my, my, my I, I, what I tell people about comedy, comedy is probably the closest thing to a faith-based profession without being a pastor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because... A lot of times you don't know where your next check is coming from. You don't know where your next, you don't really know that a lot of times, right? So I wasn't really worried for myself, but there was our producers and stuff that, that, um, that you know, they had left their families and stuff to come and hang with us. So uh, Monique looked at us, you know, she's, a, she's the, the eternal optimist. And she looked at us, she said, you guys, don't worry. You know, bigger things are coming. You know, and sure enough, um, not two months later, I get another call. You know, Rodney, you know, you ready to go on TV? And and we've been rolling ever since, man, and it's been a major blessing. You couldn't have told me a year ago that I'd be on TV every night. Well, we have you. You couldn't have told me that. And it's it's a it's a major blessing. It sure is, and you deserve it. You and Monique. I know, the, yeah, I know man. that she's just still tripping over that Oscar. How's she managing now? I know she, she you, didn't get out you know of. What? She didn't get her head too big, did she? <laughs> you know what? I, I got. I got to be honest. She's the most well-adjusted Oscar winner I've ever seen, and and I've I've been lucky. You got to think to be a comedian right now. You got Jamie Foxx who won an Oscar. You got Monique that's won an Oscar in the last in less than ten years. So yeah. this is this is never this is unheard of. We had uncharted waters. So you know, Monique was very um, uh, how do I put it? She, was she humble. I was, I was humble. She because she wasn't unaffected. I mean, she was definitely affected. I think, but my impression, just being a fly on the wall, was she was so poised. You know, because she took a lot of ridicule on this run for this Oscar because people were saying she wasn't promoting enough and this and that. And, you know, I just I just, I really applaud the way she stuck to her guns, you know, and stayed true to herself and her fans and her friends. You know, she told me the other day, people are always asking her now, you know, you know, how do you feel about crossing over? And she was like, I ain't crossed nothing over. You know, you know, if y'all want to see me, y'all come over here because my fans are, are here and always have been here. Well, that's amazing, and I, I know your Oscar's not far behind. <laughs> well, you know, I, I guess I guess my act all. You know, I, I tell people all the time, if if I were to get my Ray opportunity, it would be, you know, I would love to play James Brown in the feature film. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, I would I, love I to play. I can see that. 
And I just, I actually met his daughter recently, and they own the rights to his story. So, you know, maybe maybe someday soon, man, if if, if the movie can wait on me till I get hot enough, you know, because Ray waited on Jamie. Because they, they were trying to make Ray 10 years before Jamie Foxx really blew up. Oh, I know, because he was still alive. I think when they were talking about him, Jamie was doing his research. Exactly. Yeah, it happens like that. I mean, it's like he channeled Ray. And yeah. just like any other really, really good actor would do so, I was amazed that he did it because he didn't have that level of acting experience. And I, I believe he deserved that, that, that award, definitely. I agree. I agree. I agree. So you're in the yeah. movies now, too. I, I hear that you were in the informant. And did you I, actually... I, I did. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did you actually get the work with Matt at all? Actually, I, I had one scene in the film, and uh, the scene actually got cut out of the movie, but my scene was with Matt Damon. And um, when I tell you my experience with him, he was he's one of the most uh, approachable, nice guys I've ever been on the set with. You know, and, I, and I've done some, you know, I was in Johnson Family Vacation. I was in some some B-movies and stuff like that. But to walk on that set, first of all, there's a difference in a $12 million movie and a $30 million movie. I mean, you just can feel it. You know, you know. even when you're on my level, your trailer is nicer. The way people treat you is so much nicer. And it was, it was like not as much pressure to do stuff, but they were still getting stuff done. And Matt, Matt hit the set. He came to me. He's like, oh, so, you, you know, I, first of all, I'm the only black person for miles, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> as, far as, as far as actors go. So uh, so I was on the set, and he please say, so you, uh, my scene was I was supposed to, like, shave his chest and put a wire on him in the <laughs> informant because I was playing an FBI agent. And, uh, and so he said, so you shaving me today? I was like, yeah, dog. He's like, he's like, okay. He said, I can't wait for this. I was like, me neither. We had that. We had a cool little uh, conversation, and uh, he was very reassuring, you know, on the set. You know, when I first walked on the set to shoot the scene, he was like, hey, man, have some fun with it, you know, because it was essentially kind of a dark comedy. And right. it, it was a great experience, man. So I look forward to uh, working with him again and, and really, you know, uh, uh, getting an opportunity to let my star rise up. Absolutely. I would really like to see you do, like, a feature film with Martin, Martin Lawrence, because uh, I, I absolutely love Martin. And um, I could see you two doing something, um, not really like the life movie that he did with Eddie, but, like, a, a little bit more like a um, – I don't know, like a couple of cops or something, some fake cops or. Oh you know, man, I I, I, I would love to do that, man. Something like that. <laughs> I would love to do something like that. You know, you you know how he was that fake cop in that movie he did, and then um, oh. he was really like a, a thief or something, pretending to be a cop. Right. Yeah, that movie with uh and uh, Dave Chappelle was in that film too. But yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I'm a huge Martin fan. You know, I, you know, I've been so blessed, man. I. I've had an opportunity to be a fly on the wall in some great situations. I did a show two years ago called First Amendment, which Martin uh, co-executive produces with a friend of mine named Doug Williams. And so I had an opportunity to kind of chat with him briefly, and he was just a cool dude, man. At the end of the day, he's a comic, you know, so we have a certain kinship, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, do you know if they're having any plans going on for the next uh, the next, let's say, the next regime of uh, Kings of Comedy, you know, with a, a new group? 
Well, you know, there's, there's always talk about doing another Kings, but you know that was just a special moment in time, man. You know, I, I've been I've been uh, uh, like I say blessed in a lot of respects to kind of deal with a lot of those guys. You know, I've, I've toured with Sid the Entertainer, I've toured with Steve Harvey, I've, I've had opportunities to sit down and talk with DL. Monique is a friend of mine. Samoa is a friend of mine. Uh, Miss Laura is a friend of mine. So you know. One thing that they all are consistent with is the fact that that was a great moment in time, and it would take the stars to line up to make that happen again. And so wow. you may see a, a new incarnation of the Kings, but mm-hmm. I don't see it happening probably, you know, maybe maybe 10 years. I think comedy going 10-year windows. So maybe we'll see another eight or nine years and we'll see another Kings arise, you know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I'll be one of them. Well, I I remember that what eight to ten years from now. <laughs> I hope I like get a, he, a whole lot more. He said it on my show. He said it on my show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but see, I told you. <laughs> I see that you've done a lot of work, and um, are you on a tour right now? Because that's what I, I believe I saw. You were on a tour. Well, well, I know you were in Atlanta at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, we shoot we shoot the Monique show in Atlanta, and so I'm here during the week, uh, Monday through Thursday, and then I get on a plane and go to whatever city we're headed to the following week, that weekend. So like this, like Friday morning, I'm headed to Los Angeles, and uh, Friday in L.A., Saturday in Oakland, and then I'll back I'll be back home Easter Sunday with my family, oh, and good. Uh, we'll you get to we'll take be a break. We'll, yeah, then we'll be working again on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. Okay. Well, looks like we have. My schedule we got somebody calling in, and I guess they have a question or something. Let me check them out and see what they have to say to you. Check them out. <laughs> Caller uh, area code seven one eight. Thank you for calling in at MZN Indie Radio, and you're listening to Rodney Perry. Do you have a question for him? No, I don't have a question for Rodney Perry. I just want to um, give him a big up. Um, greetings to you, Ravenda, and um, hey, girl. to you, Mr. Perry. This is Sweetie Love. Just want to give you a big up and, you know, continue doing the wonderful stuff that you're doing, keeping us laughing. Girl, you done made me smile. Gave me a big <laughs> up. <laughs> you yeah. gave me a big old up. You, you're so sweet. Where is 718? That's New York. Absolutely. New York, New York. The yeah. big apple. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We come to New York on the tour, so look out for us uh, real soon. Monique and I, and a guy by the name of Tone X, we gonna hit. We gonna hit New York by a storm. Well, I think we playing Madison Square Garden, if I'm not mistaken. Uh oh. Wow. Well, you know what? Uh, can you throw me a ticket over on this way, Mr. Perry? You know, I, let me let me think about it. Hit, <laughs> hit my Facebook or my Twitter and let me think on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, God bless you, you know, and your and, and your mother, you know, because you always used to bring your mother on the show when you was, you know. Oh, you used to listen to my show. Man, you know what? My mom, my mom is actually she relocated. She's here in uh, Atlanta, and she's in seminary right now. So she's uh, she's getting her uh, degree of divinity, her uh, master degree of divinity. So she's she's doing her thing. I'm so proud of my mommy right now. I'm glad you brought her up. She'll be excited about that because she used to love some blog talk. Okay, well, you know, congratulations to her on that, you know, and tell her to keep us all in prayer. We need it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. Ma'am. Uh, Jesus okay. on the main line, tell him what you want. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all. 
Thanks, Hi, babe. Thank you. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, I, I've been missing you on Blog Talk anyway. When do you plan really? to come back? Yeah, because you always have you, good guests. You, you, you know what? I, I, I think funny people. <laughs> I think I think I'll probably come back to Blog Talk in May. We're gonna stop down in May for a few months, and then I'll have time to really focus on it again. Because one thing I, I encountered when I tried to do the show at, once we start shooting the Monique show is that I couldn't give my show 100%. And I, and I didn't want to half-ass do my show, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. you, know, you know, as you know, it takes some work to, to get your show and to, and to get good guests and, and you, know, you, know, you know, do your research and have your stuff ready. And so, you know, I really took my blog talk. I took and still do take my blog talk show seriously. So uh, with that, that's why I chose to kind of stop it down and, and – uh, and still, when I still check my emails, people send me messages and stuff through Blog Talk, so I check all that stuff. And I'm still getting archive hits on some of the shows I did. I, I oh, did yeah, an interview with Monique. Yeah, they I did stop. an interview with Monique. I had Kevin Hart. I had Niecy Nash. I had I had a great, great set of shows, man. So I'm excited about Blog Talk. And I love the medium. I love the fact that people can pick up a phone and be a part of your network that quickly. I do, too. Um, I've been doing this for about a year now, and... Um, I actually am on three nights a week now, and I have a commercial radio show in Philadelphia. Um, I call it the Indie Radio. So are, are we, AM are we show. simulcasting? Are we simulcasting? Are we, are, we, <laughs> are we on your AM show right now? No, we're not. But we're going okay. to have you back on there because, uh, unfortunately, Blog Talk's uh, uh, audio reception is not as clear as I'd like it to be, and right. um, I got I got HD over there. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> hey, you know, when I play my music, I don't hear it like boo 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 boo. It's not muscle, muffled like you know on blog talk, and right. I mean you can't hear people in the background, somebody's children screaming and hollering. And you get to scream people better, you know. I like it. Right. But it's just so. It's and I actually have it on to support independent music artists, so that's all I play on there because nobody supports them out here. We, we have a whole lot of people that need the support, so I'm here for them in the Philadelphia area. And then bring them over hey, to I, I love I love Philly, man. Philly is a city of brotherly love. Let me tell you something. Philly, if y'all listen, y'all the most gangster city in the world. Philly, <laughs> y'all will boo. Philly will boo people. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. If you're a comic out there, Philly will let – Philly boo Santa Claus. Y'all are not a game. You understand me? <laughs> If you can go to Philly and make people laugh, like when I come to Philly, I go to the Laugh House. If you can make people laugh at the Laugh House in Philadelphia on South Street, you a good mm-hmm. comedian. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, Philly, yeah, Philly will get you. They boo the Pope, you know. They, <laughs> they came out here, they boo the Pope. They probably, some of them probably booing Obama. You know, I, oh I'm my God, Philly! Guy. Philly is not a game. Philly is. This is the thing about Philly too. Philly is a great city. I love the architecture, but man, Philly will let y'all. Are, and this was y'all. Black people is as gangster as y'all white people, and y'all white people gangster as y'all black. Y'all, don't, it don't matter what your race is. Philly will let you have it. <laughs> I know that's right. We don't play that mess. If you're gonna come here, you better come bringing it. <laughs> right. Philadelphia women is always sexy, but we'll fight, and that's another thing. Yeah, I had to say that's very true. <laughs> I see a lot of fights on the street, <laughs> right, and they will right. fight men too. They will fight. Oh, without well, better not. 
you know, my good friend Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is from Philly, man, and and you know, and they, man, I watched him talk about some people so bad. I was like, man, stop! You gonna hurt that boy Philly. I know. I love me some Kevin. Kevin cracks me up. Those commercials he keeps doing, they have me rolling. <laughs> right, it with him and his wife. Him. Yeah, it's hard to see him as a family man because he looks so young and like I just can't see him. He look all settled down and you know just yeah, man. You know he got a wife, and, wife and kids, the whole nine, man. He's he's one of my <laughs> one of my good friends in this game, man. You know, and he is young. I mean, Kevin, I, I, I'm thirty, I'm thirty nine. Kevin's probably ten years younger than me, so Kevin is probably twenty nine or thirty. Okay. Yeah. Right. So he is a yeah. young man. I had a girl, um, well, I used to work with Jenny Craig, and um, a girl that was one of my clients went to school with him and still talks to him. And um, I used to ask her how was Kevin going. Because I think that around the time I saw her, I was uh, I think Soul Plane was out. And so I was telling her how much I liked the movie and everything, giving my props because he was so funny. I mean, he's wow. hilarious. I love him and everything. And um, now, do you have any any comedians that you haven't worked with that you would love to do some work with? You know, like either um, doing a show or uh, some mm-hmm. other kind of production. Oh well, you know, for, first and foremost, you know, when you ask that question, Richard, Pry- I mean, not Richard, Pry- but Eddie Murphy comes to mind. Uh, I, I would love to work with Eddie Murphy in a feature film. You know, uh, I would I would love to work with Chris Rock. I'm a, I'm a big fan of of you know his directing style. You know. He's dope to me. You know, I'm a Dave Chappelle fan, you know, and, you know, my contemporaries, you know, like, you know, I want to do movies with my peers, you know, like my man Tony Roberts, if you ever heard of him, Google this guy. He's one of the funniest human beings on the planet. Or uh, if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, this guy named J.B. Smooth is ridiculous, you know. So I, I would like to work with some of my peers and we blow up a movie together and blow up together, you know. I know. I would like to see something. I always thought of seeing a movie about, like, something happened on a uh, cruise ship and then a whole lot of comedians doing a cameo appearance and something really funny. And, you know, almost like they used to do the love boat. Because I I actually, well, I see I write screenplays, right? So I come up with ideas first. And I said, I want to see a whole lot of my favorite comedians together. And I like to see something. I mean, I want to bring an old head, like, uh, Mark Curry. I mean, I want to bring him yeah. in. I want to, you know, I want to bring in folks that we haven't seen in a while. I have to have Arnaz J somewhere on there. I'd have oh, to have him play ridiculous. like one of the cat <laughs> people or something. Like just, oh my God, when he pulls his pants up, he start walking bowlegged out. You like that? Sure. <laughs> yes. He started that whole yellow bus routine, and everywhere you go, everybody's talking about the yellow bus. <laughs> oh man, I remember. I once saw Arnaz J. He had uh-huh. uh, he had he, he had this he's had an accident or something and he blew out his knee. He tore oh. some ligaments in his knee. And this dude still gave a hundred and ten percent worth of show. I mean he was in he was in excruciating pain and his ligaments were torn and he still did flips and splits and, and still walked bow leg and all that stuff with that knee tore up, you know, that night. And oh, I was like God. that's when you learn that, that people really work at this game. Right, and they really love that that craft, you know, because a lot of people in sports do the same thing. You know, they they go out there. They could this could be the end of their career, but they go out yeah. there because they love it. That's right. I tell you what, if you if you're doing something you don't love, quit. I know. I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did that for three years, and I was like, you know what? Um, I'm really good at this radio thing, and and maybe you know it could take me to a talk show or some other kind of show or something. And I'm really good at helping people, so I'm wasting my time in this place. They don't care about me right. anyway. So the, the, I, I the, encourage yeah. people to do that. Well, the reality of it is, if, if you're doing something that you're not happy with, it, it it's going to create turmoil in your life anyway. Right. So you know, if, if you start doing something that you love, it, it, it'll it'll yield some money eventually. You know, I mean, I'm making money some money now, but it, it was it's been years that we went and you know, me and my family we struggled. You know, I, I can remember uh, my boy J Dub, who lives in L A, comedian uh, Joey Wells. I can remember he rolled me around for like a year, but it was a testament to how good of a friend he was because he never made me feel like. You know, like, dude, you riding with me. You know, it was always like, hey, Rod, what time you need me to pick you up? So, you know, it wasn't until I got my car back, I got, bought me a car, that I realized how much he was helping me, you know. Wow. And uh, so it, it, it's definitely a major, a major blessing. And, you know, I think, you know, in this day and age, we just got to keep, keep spreading great energy and keep spreading love. I also think we have to support each other because a lot of people get a little jealous of somebody else following their dreams, and they always try stuff to, to break them down because it, when they start seeing them being successful, you know, they try to do all kind of things to be, you know, uh, uh, interruptions in what they're doing and try to throw their mind off track. You know, I think we should support, especially as black people, we don't get to have too much success in this world where we can we can do things like you and Monique and, and all our other great, you know, uh, favorite stars are doing. You know, we don't all get to do that kind of stuff. So when somebody in your community or family or whatever is in that direction, you should be like 100% or more supportive to that person because right. that's how you are going to succeed if you know you got love and support behind you, you know? I hear you. You're absolutely right. Now I want to go back in time and ask you, um, before you, you took on comedy, what kind of job did you have? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, I, well, there's, there's, let, me, let me answer this first. I've always been a comedian. Like I had a teacher in second grade that would let me tell jokes, you know, at the end of class. So I've always been a comedian, but you're absolutely right. There, we all have to do stuff to pay the bills until you get an opportunity to pay them with comedy. And one of those things I did, I was in the Navy for eight years. So I, I, I was on active duty in the Navy. I also, I sold shoes for a little while. I worked at Walmart for a little while. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, I never did fast food. I did, like, like I say, some retail, Walmart, uh, Target, and the Navy. Man, I worked at the VA for like two weeks. And that's when I knew it was time not to ever work again. <laughs> I saw I, I saw a guy. Before. I know how it is. <laughs> I, it was a, it was a guy at the VA. You know, it's a lot of sick people at the VA. Yeah. So it I is. saw a guy at the VA. He was an amputee. He had lost both his his legs at the knee. And this guy has such a positive outlook on life, and he was completely doing what he wanted to do. And I looked at him, and I knew that I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. And that day I walked off that job, that temp job, and I never went back. That's right, because if you worked, look at somebody like that, man, he has no excuses to make. The man doesn't have any legs, but he's still That's doing it. what he want to do. So you wouldn't have any kind of excuse whatsoever That's to it. go do what you want to do. You are correct, Mundo. 
I want to take a short break and put a little music in there, and we're going to mm-hmm. come back with Mr. Perry and some more humor, and we're going to talk some more about all the things that he's doing and some things that he has in mind for the future. All and right. ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Music first, direct to your email at vertico.com. Be a part of the movement taking over the internet. Vertico.com. It's a simple four step process. Receive, listen, download, and press play. That's it. Log on now to vertico.com. DJs, if you miss a track, we got you covered with the monthly and annual Backspin Edition featuring a recap of the blazing hot new tracks. 
artists and labels. We will keep your track in a vertical library for 18 months while you receive direct feedback and a total download tracker. Vertical is exclusively for industry professionals and accessible only with a special V code. Log on now, vertical.com. Global e-distribution of music, models, and art entertainment. Hi, this is Carson from London, UK, and you're tuned into Miss Indie Radio. Thank you, everybody, and welcome back uh, to MZN Indie Radio. Your host is Ravenda, and our special guest today is Rodney Perry, and we were talking to him about his hilarious comedy and you know, all of his experiences in his business. Now, Rodney, I'm sure like any other job or career choice or anything, you face some challenges. Can you share with us some of the challenges that you had that have been really, really, you know, um, strong in your life? Uh, what are some of the challenges? I, I mean, you know, I mean, my, my life isn't very different from most people, man. You know, you know, you deal with your wife, your family, your children. You know, you got to rear them. You got to get them up. You gotta you you have to uh you know you know you gotta provide you know you gotta get health care you know you gotta get dental you know you lose a tooth every now and then and you be like dang this back tooth hurt you know you can't really afford to get sick you know mm-hmm. I tell people all the time I'm so glad we got health care now because I've been my health care <laughs> been vitamin C for so long I don't even know how to act. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Obama said, I go to the doctor? Get out of here, man. I, I don't even know how to act at the doctor. I, even, I, 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 don't, I don't know you're supposed to wait in the waiting room. They told me I got health care. I just walked in yesterday. Just showed up. <laughs> so, so you, you know, we have, we have, I, know, I, I have a, a lot of the same challenges. You know, you know I, I tell my wife, my wife all the time, my wife thinks I'm going to run off and meet some woman and run off. I tell her I ain't going nowhere because I can't spring this body on no new woman. You understand me? You know? I, I know. I, see, see, a lot of guys think they're cute. I know I ain't cute no more. You know what I mean? You know, so, and and, I, and then you mess around and get big. I used to be small. When I was in the Navy, I had abs. Now I got one ab. <laughs> you, know, you know, I ain't cute like I used to be. This is the thing. And you, know, you know what it is? Big dudes don't know they're big. I just found out I was big last week. Tell you how I Went to go shoot some basketball. I got there. They pick a team. They're like, man, we got you, we got you, and we got you big. I'm like, big man? Who the hell is he talking to? See, a lot of dudes don't know they're big. Let me, big is, let me let me tell anybody your listeners. This is how you let you know you're big. If your bath kind don't fit no more, you big, dog. <laughs> if you get winded doing everyday activity. I was on my cell phone the other day. My boy was like, dog, are you running? You know, that lets you know you're big. You know what I mean? If if if, if you got breasts, if you're a man with breasts, I just found I had breasts last week. Me and my lady, we was getting sexual. I look up, she trying to suck my breasts. I'm like, baby, stop, stop. So it, it, it's that it's those are my pitfalls. I got I got kids that won't listen to me. You know, my my I got five girls. Did I tell you I got five daughters? Off my 
Yeah, that, that's wow. That's wow. This is so your son crunk. I thought they stopped yeah, doing man. it. <laughs> no, no, they he no he now he's swagging and surfing. That's what they're doing now. They <laughs> they stop crumping, but they they swagging. So every time I turn around, he got his leg poked out and he's leaning down real low. And I don't know, I don't know what that means. You know, because all when I was growing up, we pop boxed. We you know, right. so I don't you know, I be trying to tell these kids that ain't nothing but the max tape. <laughs> I done got old. What? Let me tell you something. You, you, you I don't mess around. I got old. I don't know about you. I go to sleep feeling good. Woke up in pain. I woke up the other day and my Achilles was hurting. I don't know how the hell I hurt my Achilles while I was asleep. I think my wife be be chopping me while I'm asleep. I think she be, be. I think she get some pliers and twist my leg off when I'm asleep. I'm serious. I'm sure it's hard to. Well, uh, she could be snapping you in your sleep, so. I, you know what? <laughs> I woke up the other day and she was staring at me. Now, I don't know <laughs> what that was, but I believe she was doing something to me while I was sleeping. My wife still go through my phone. I don't know. Ladies, why do you go through a man's phone? Can anybody call, let me know. She, my wife don't trust me. You know, she, that, my wife was in the military, so she stalked. She don't stalk like a normal stalker. She stopped military style. You know, <laughs> I might look up and at club. My wife might be in the bushes, you know, with a with a little bush hat on. Hat. That, that's the, ladies, don't try to talk to me. I, I don't want I don't want no home records in my life. You know what I'm saying? You know, because I'm weak. Hello. Hello. Did you hear? Hello? Can you hear me? I thought I lost you. I thought I lost you. Oh. I got you back. And this, this is why I like commercials. <laughs> <laughs> for all you ladies out there, please keep yourself at least, what, 10, 10 yards away from Rodney. Because we don't uh, want at least we don't want fight to get twisted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she, she, you never know where she at. She wild. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, I'm joking. She, she. She really, she's really my backbone, man, and she's had my back from the very beginning. You know, when nobody cared about who Rodney Perry was, my wife was there, my family was there. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, uh, that that's one of the reasons I married my wife, because she proved to me early on that she had my back. So that's why we're still together 14 years later. Oh, that's, that's great. Congratulations. And plus, and plus it's cheaper to keep. <laughs> it sure is these days. We in a recession. It's a whole lot of people that didn't get divorced like they wanted to. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! I ain't going nowhere. It's crazy. Now, are your children thinking of following in your footsteps? Well, you know what? My my six year old, my one, my my almost my youngest, my one right before my youngest, she shows glimpses of funny man. Cause you know, you know, uh, her and my fourteen year old was talking one day, and my 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 fourteen year old say, "You got, you got uh." You got some. She said you got, you got uh bow. You got bow on your legs. Talking about she was bow legged. She said you got bow on your legs. And my my six year old without batting the eye said you got stupid on your brain. And I was like, wow. <laughs> when I tell you, I was driving when they had this conversation. I almost wrecked the car laughing at this little girl. You know. So yeah, yeah. Okay. She she's funny. Running in the family. <laughs> yeah, the apple don't the apple don't fall far from the tree. <laughs> Now, do you have any kind of show that's out there that you'd like to be a part of other than Monique? You know, like when you guys go on hiatus and maybe not doing a tour. Is there some other, like, TV show or sitcom or something you'd like to be a part of, you know, during that well, time? Well, well, 
Well, you know, I mean, if I had a choice between television or film, I, I would love to do some motion pictures this summer. And I got a line on a couple of movies. You know, they're, they're going to be shooting Big Mama House 3 down here in Atlanta. I'm trying to get in on that right now. And uh, also uh, a friend of mine, I did a movie a couple of years ago called Red Rum, which mm-hmm. I had Jill Marie Jones in it from Girlfriends, a great cast. And uh, those people that produced that movie are, are doing another drama about comedy. And I'm one of the stars of that. So uh, that's going to be shooting this summer. So uh, I'm excited about that. And, you know, i got a couple of movies I'm going to be working on. If I could work on a television show, uh, you know, I, I would like to do something about my life, about my, you know, maybe do something, you know, with me as a, you know, a, a young dad, you know, you know, with a wife and, and, and raising a bunch of girls in a house with a son that don't listen to them. That's, that's probably, you know, close as I can get to my real life. Mm. Now I like to see you doing something with Tyler Perry to tell you the truth. You know, you know, I I draw comparisons. You know, people be thinking I'm brown. That's why I grew my hair back because they think I'm brown. <laughs> so I was like, man, I'd be damned if they gonna call me brown one more time. <laughs> you, you know, and not, nothing against brown. Brown is cool. You know, he's actually David. Mr. David Mann is really a, a a wonderful cat, man. I've had a chance to sit down and talk with him and his wife, man. They're such beautiful people. And uh, uh, my man, LeVan, I would love to work with LeVan Davis. If you ever talk to this dude, when I tell you he's so damn funny, it's ridiculous. <laughs> how about uh, Broadway? Um, you know how they do a lot of those nice uh, theatrical things with the comedy and the music and all. You got any interest in doing anything like that? Well, you know, I, I could dance a little bit, but I can't sing. You know, they usually want you to sing on Broadway. You know, if, if I could get away with doing it without singing, you know, I actually – uh, David Talbert called me to do a, a, a play a few years ago, and they ended up booking a vine for the part that they wanted me oh, for. Oh, I saw that. Really? It's called Love in the Nick of Time, and right, I was supposed to play the vine play, but they, they, they wanted more singing. And so I, uh-huh. I ended up not getting able to, being able to do that. But, you know, if I had done that, I might not be sitting here talking to you right now. I might, I might not yeah. have got this job. So yeah, I saw that play. That Martin, um, was that Morris Chestnut? Morris Chestnut was in there, too. Yeah, that's definitely that's Morris Chestnut. Chestnut joint. And I didn't even know Morris that was Chestnut. Divine, because I, I, he was acting, you know, so I remember right. him singing. And um, he was a crazy, silly kind of character, so I'm like, there's nobody cute that sing going to be acting silly somewhere else. <laughs> See, that would have been me. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me. It would have made sense then. But, <laughs> you, you know, know they... I, they um, Go ahead, honey. I, I was I was just saying I've since met him and we talked about it. He's he's such a great dude. So you know, yeah. like I say, everything happened that's supposed to happen. You know. Oh, I know. And and it, like they say, you are where you're supposed to be because there's a yeah, lesson like, in every experience. And yeah, I know really that to be a fact. Even if it's something that you just question about all the time, like why am I going through this? Why am I here? Sometimes you have to go through certain things to build up strength for something that's coming in the future. So, you know, you just have to just trust in God and, and keep moving to the next day. That's just how it's got to be sometimes. Right. So now, um, does, is your wife involved in the business any? No, no. My wife is the most regular human being I know. You know, my my wife has no desire. You know, she don't, my wife don't, you know, like some, you know, some of my friends, their wives are, you know, trying to do the red carpet and do all that my wife is just so, you know, not that chick, you know, and, uh, you know, she supports me, but she really, 
is not, you know, trying to get in like that. And she sounds grounded. She sounds like she's pretty grounded. She just don't care. You know, she, <laughs> she you know, she, she raising these babies, you know, she cool with that, you know. And, uh, Say, come on, Rodney, we got to go home and cook some dinner. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and be looking at me funny, you know, like, hey, uh, it's your turn to cook, you know. I'd be like, uh, good Lord. And see, it's such, it, I, you know what? I, I'm sorry, that, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but my phone about to go D A D. Oh, oh. Let me do this. I'm going to, uh, no, 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 I ain't going to cut you off. Just hold one second. Let me see if I can get it plugged in. Okay. Can you, can you play it? If, it, if it cuts you off, just dial back in. Okay. Talk to Tom. No. no. <laughs> Hello? He's shy. He's shy. He don't have to talk. <laughs> ain't he something, man, just handing me the phone. <laughs> I know. That's, that's Rodney. Yeah, like he trying to he trying to make you a star. He's your I first am, interview. He's doing it big too. Got me carrying the phone behind him. I can't even get my plate out of the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm doing all this. I look I look like I want to work for Diddy. <laughs> That's not a bad thing to do though. No, I want to work for Rodney. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Hey, call me in a few minutes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got. I'm. I'm plugged back in. <laughs> yeah. That sometimes it happens. That's why I. I, I just hate using my cell phone these days because uh, I they make you pay more money. You get less time to use it. I know. Ain't it? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, I'm uh. I'm uh, I'm so I'm I'm so glad you wanted to interview me, you know, because you know I know I know in this game sometimes, you know, you know I've been on red carpets and people don't want to talk to me sometimes, you know, when you be coming up, people don't always be checking for you. So just the fact that you hit me up and you want to do the interview, man, that that's a big that's a major blessing for me. So thank you. Oh no problem, Rodney, because you know you like family to me, because you know we we just hang, hung out in your block talk room and I was like he is so funny. And you bring all my favorite people on there, and I get to hear them because I like to know more about a person other than what they do in front of the camera or behind the camera. You know, I like to know that they live a life just like we are, and yeah. and, and they have they stay grounded and they not like above themselves, you know, and they still go through the same issues, you know. And and I like to see that black folks that are in the business that are doing well are doing things to give back because they don't ever discuss that in the news media. They'll never show right. what we do. You, you know? Good people, good people doing good things don't get no press. Like if oh. you, you know, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods been doing playing golf great for all these years. Now he's been in the media more than he ever has been in the past few months. You know, when he, with this infidelity thing, and you like, you like this this guy been doing this thing all these years, and this is what you blow him up about. So. You know, our, our world is so centered on the negative, you know. And, uh, know. you know, like you say, people got so many great things to give and lend to this world, and you don't really know, especially people of color, because we don't get to be interviewed. We don't get to be on the couch. We don't get to to, uh, to talk, you know. That's why blog talk is important. That's why the Monique show is important. That's why uh, it's important for 
for people out there to take their camera and to put your own show up on the Internet. You know, find oh, yeah. your own audience. If you find 100 people that care about what you think, then you you head of the game. I know because I have a lot of plans to do that, you know, because, I, like I said before, I write screenplays, and I've entered a lot of contests, and I don't get too many, you know, callbacks, and I don't think it's because of the work. I just think it's a lot of people doing it, and they're looking for certain things. And I just figure, like, right. cut out the middle man. I'm going to go right to the Internet, like all these little people doing these little YouTube commercials and stuff, getting a million or two million hits, and I'm going to put my own stuff on an Internet site and just blow it up. That's what I'm going to do. You know what? You know what? That's a, a, that is more. See, what I explain to like the up and coming comedians that that the opportunity that that people that are coming up now have is the internet. The fact that you can write, produce, and direct your own thing with nobody overlooking over your shoulder, and you can get it done, and it's not really expensive. I mean, you can get you a, a laptop, you can get you a, a soft, uh, uh, some script writing software, some editing out software. And you can put you you can put you a movie up in no time. You can for you real. Can. For real. A lot of people are doing know, it. You know actors. You know people. You know you'll be surprised. You, you know what I found out in this game? A lot of actors they just want to work. I know. Like, it's some it's some actors that you you know uh I like I meet I meet people on Facebook all the time like that that I one of my favorite actors remember remember Sam from Lean on Me? It's more crack yeah. talking Sam. I, I talked to him on Facebook, and he just want to, we just want to work. He said, Rod, man, if you got anything, man, hit me up, man. It don't have to be, even if it ain't no money, call me, man. Let's do something together. So you'll be surprised, man, how you can get at somebody, and they'll come in and work for a day, or they'll come in and work for two days. I, I worked with Jaleel White on a short this summer, oh, last summer. Uncle. I worked with Uncle. Yeah, Uncle did a scene together, you know, and it was oh, crazy. I saw him in Dream Girls. I said, that's Uncle. Yeah. Now, don't say that to his face because he will fight you over that Urkel. Oh, no, right. I would never say it to his face because he's too smooth. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's, he's a super nice guy, though. Great, great guy. And uh, uh, it's, it's a trip to, you know, to watch these people on their journey and know that, you know, they, they just want to work. They're just like me and you. They want to work. They want to get, they want to go out there in the world and do some positive stuff and, and get it in, you know. Well, you know what? Um, I believe that um, the Internet would be a great source if more people were doing TV programming that was original on the Internet because you don't have to worry about the networks, you know, having their say in it. You you do everything yourself. I mean, you you do have some guidelines. Right. You don't have to do a whole lot. Um, you know, like, you, you it's just really easy for you to get your audience that way. All you have to do is know how to produce know how to promote and know how to get people there. And you can use a lot of things like Facebook and MySpace and Twitter and all that to bring people. Um, right. You can just send out email blasts. I mean, it's a lot folks can do. So we don't have to wait around for some big studio to come and, you know, just hook us up with a role or give us yeah. the, the go-ahead for a movie. We can do our own thing. I, I believe black people as a whole could take over the Internet. <laughs> Oh, I, no, no doubt. You just gotta yeah, gotta put it up, and then we gotta cross promote for each other. You know, when you're that's doing right. something, I gotta tell my networking. When when I'm doing something, you gotta tell your networking, and that's how we gotta do it. You know, before you know it, you have twenty thousand, thirty thousand people watching your stuff. That's you know? right. 
Now, in my project that I have, um, that I'm working on, I'm stay in touch with you on it. But um, if you know anybody that's an actor that's interested that's on the East Coast that wouldn't mind being a part of it, you know, because we we have some people who are writers, and we're working with uh, Film.org, which is an organization in Philadelphia. They do a lot of um, stuff where they get extras to do movies, and they handle the uh, filming of Cold Case, the TV show that's done in Philly. Okay. And there's a lot of people, like what I do, sometimes I go in as an extra on a, a movie set that's local, like either New York or Philly. And then right. I do it so I can network because I can meet other actors, I can meet directors, cameramen, all that stuff. Very true. So you got to really true. network and get yourself out there. And if you want to get involved, you have to look for things that, are, you know, help um, get you somewhere when they're advertising for parts. And even um, things in New York, like for, for comedians, like um, – I'm not sure if you're familiar with Beverly Bonner, but she is doing um, a show at the um, Broadway Comedy Club, the old uh, Empire. Okay, okay. It's, okay. Called, it's called the Gloria Glitter Show, and it's going to be on every every Friday night. Like one of those rooms oh, where they hi. just get. Now, she's doing something that she produced and wrote and whatever herself. It's based on a, a talk show host that's kind of over the top. And um, sometimes you just got to do your own thing and pay for it yourself to start yourself off of getting that recognition. And she's right. there because it's a big place and it's famous and there's a lot of, you know, people there. Um, now, in, in your past, when you when you had to, like, start developing your audience, did you have a hard time getting people to, like, really see your humor? Or did it just snap just like that and everybody just knew you was just funny for the rest of your life? I mean, you know, it, it, People, I, I've always kind of been funny, you know, but even when you're funny, there are people that don't get it, you know. I mean, like, I, I had a manager early on, right, and this guy was managing me and blah, blah, and he had been managing me like a year and a half, and I thought this guy got me. But it was one day I was on a stage working, and I came off, and he had a different look in his eyes. He was looking at me like he had saw me for the first time. That day, it clicked in for him, like, wow, this dude is really dope. And 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 so some people are going to be able to see you immediately, and some people won't be able to see you at all until it's their time to see you. So I think that's part of the buffing process, when God takes time to buff you up, you know, before he unveils you to the world. And so there'll be there will be people who inevitably won't be able to see you, even though you'll be good. Wow. You know. So so it, it's 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 kinda, you know, when you start wrapping your mind around the concept that way, then it makes sense when you look back at your journey and be like, Man, I was funny. How come people didn't know? Like, I can I can look at old tapes and I can cherry pick jokes off old tapes and do them now and they'll be funnier now than they were then. Well, you know, if I'm listening I know. to anything you do, I'm laughing anyway because you are just you just get my <laughs> stomach tight. You know how you laugh so hard and it hurts. <laughs> yeah, you don't that's need that, that little machine. That machine they put on them infomercials. You don't need that. Just put somebody's body on there and it just tighten everything right. up. <laughs> now, um, do, do you and uh, Monique play on doing any other projects together? Well, we're definitely uh, well. We're doing this tour right now. Uh, and there's some other stuff in the works I can't really talk about right now. Because, you know, until you sign on the dotted line, it don't exist. I know, that's right. But, but uh, cause, you know, 
You know, I'd have been even after you sat on the dotted line, it might fall through. So, uh, yeah, we we just taking it one day at a time and hustling right now. I know, because then we learned after that whole Jay Leno and Conan O'Brien thing. I don't care how many I know, how crazy was that? On. <laughs> they could have said, oh, yeah, we're going to give you your own show and everything. You get to do this, you get to do that. And two weeks later, I'm sorry, dog, it ain't working out. <laughs> Easily. Uh, my, my, like we were talking about Kevin Hart earlier. Kevin had a TV show a few years ago called, uh, what is it, The Big House. The Big House? Uh, and it was basically the reverse of the Fresh Prince. You know, oh. he went from being a rich kid to moving back with his poor relatives. <laughs> right. And it, it was oh. a great, great concept, great show. Faison Love was on the big one from Friday. Oh, uh, Keith man. David was on it. A uh, girl by the name of Yvette Nicole, uh, Yvette, Yvette Nicole uh, Brown was on it. Really great cast of actors, right? Yeah. This, this show only got six episodes before they pulled it. And it was a good show. If they, they have been given their chance, uh, well, you know, not at the time. I don't know if TV One was even uh, relevant at that time. Well, we need to support like six, that. This like seven years ago. Okay. But yeah, but I say that to say this is that, you know, Tyler Perry has changed the game because he put he put the show on, and people was talking about they didn't like it at first, but now this show get NAACP awards every time. I know. Because you know, you know so, what, I wasn't a big fan of it in the beginning. Uh, I don't know why. I just, I, I wanted to see something that didn't depict uh, black folks in too much of a comedic way, where like nothing was taken seriously, and it just seemed that way to me. Um, first, the only reason I was actually gonna look at it because I'm in love with Alan Payne. So you know, that's all I was gonna look at it for because I hadn't seen him in a long time. I said Jason lyric. So I was gonna watch watch it because of him, but then I really got into the story, and, you know, I love the son, love the dad, right. and I've seen the mom in Broadway plays, so it's almost like... Oh, I've that lady watched, can sing, man. She's funny. I've been watching yeah. her anyway. I think I, I think she was in that um, thing with um, Marsh Chestnut in it. I can't remember, but um, she, she can sing. She's funny. I mean, I, I just see being a comedian takes you so many different places. You know, I mean, you oh, know yeah. because you've been there. So, um, oh, you know definitely any, open doors for you. I know. Do you know any comedians that, outside of Jamie Foxx and, and Monique, of course, do you see any other comedians out there that you see going in that direction, you know, where, like, they just excel beyond just the whole comedy forefront? Uh, uh, my, my boy Jay Phillips, you know, you may have seen him in uh, Semi-Pro. Uh, he's, he's a pretty good actor. Um, uh, you, you just never know. I mean, there are some people who I think are good actors, and then you see them on screen, and they'd be whack, you know. And then there's there's some people that I, you have no idea. Like one of the things that made Monique's performance remarkable was the fact that you had never seen her like that. You had never seen her like that. So uh, if if Lynn Whitfield played the role, it wouldn't have been the same. Oh, because no. in your mind, you've seen Lynn Whitfield be an angry woman before. Mm-hmm. But you ain't never seen Monique play them levels. The only way Lynn Whitfield could have convinced me is if she took her wig off and then I'd be, oh, yeah, that's good acting. Because <laughs> she's wow. just glammed up all the time. And last time I saw her, I'm trying to think, well, I think I saw her in something that was some 
really strong movie, but it's not a whole lot of stuff. Right. She's so so feminine and bourgeois all the time. So um, I don't know. I don't think she would have. She couldn't touch it like Monique did because Monique. I could actually see Monique doing that because I watched that um that show she did in a women's prison, and I think that emotion just came out of her while she was doing her show. And I could feel that, you know, whatever she does, if she decides to act, because I saw her in, um, what was that other movie? It wasn't, it wasn't Smoking Aces. It was some other movie she was in. Was uh, Domino, Shadowboxer, yeah. Yeah, Domino, Domino, yeah. And I loved her in that. Like, I was like, oh, because go ahead, girl. And I just knew that she could bring that emotion out. And I read some of the books, and I say, yeah, I could see how they pick Monique, because Monique could pull it out. Like, she wasn't, she was even funny in some parts to me a little bit, to tell you the truth. Right. <laughs> but it wasn't the same kind of humor. It was just, you know, when she put that wig on, that was just hilarious. But um, <laughs> that was hilarious. hilarious. But I, I just love the way she brings it out. And then when she talks, like, she has people, like, all her speeches from the awards, she has people just remembering her speech the most because it was so heartfelt and, and true and honest. And I think she can reach out to a whole lot more people to just keep on moving what she doing. And right. then with you right there, right there, I mean, you guys, well, who who you got lined up for the show this season? Uh, who do we got coming up? Shoot, it'd be so many, man. It start blending together. There's so many people coming. Cause y'all find people that we ain't seen in like ten, fifteen years. Yeah, we I did got a somebody show, for we you. Did a show called the Juke Joint, man, and it was incredible. And and you learn to put it in perspective because there's so many performers that don't really perform, you know, or, or that's not their livelihood. That's not what they learn. So because of that, they just be just going through the motions. And then some people they perform and they make you throw your hat on the floor. I've seen some some singers from back in the day that are coming back out, and I actually noticed Gregory Abbott. If you remember him from that song "Shake You Down," um, girl, I've he, been watching you. Yeah, from so far across the floor <laughs> now, baby. <laughs> he, he still looks the same. He just got dreadlocks. I didn't know he was Jamaican. Oh, really? Yeah, he. I just saw him on MySpace. I said, "What are you doing on MySpace?" Him and O'Brien and. Who else? Somebody O'Brien? else, but O'Brien did this song. He he kind of favors this actor, um, the one who played the Wanda Man, the comedian actor. What's his name? No. But you saw that movie, Juana Man, right? Oh, you're talking about uh, my man. Uh, he was in Life too. Uh, yeah. Miguel. Hey, I, I, yeah, Miguel. Um, I've been seeing him since. Uh, Revenge is Return of the Dead, Return of the Living Dead, and he's on there with the Jerry Curl, and uh, uh. <laughs> and he looks a little bit like O'Brien. And I said, wait a minute, I thought it was him at first, but it wasn't. It was O'Brien. O'Brien did some song from the '80s. It's like all the people from the '80s are coming back because of this music industry, the way it's just a hot mess. And um, I would like to see Monique do something like that about bringing out folks from back in the day to have really good music. But not too far back, but just like the soul part of it, the R&B part of it, you know, just bring them out. Um, I, I like that she brought out New Edition. 
Uh, I believe she did have Johnny Gill on there. Did she have him on there? Uh, no, Johnny hasn't been on yet. Because I know he's doing something. You know, Cisco's back out too. So like, it's like I people heard who really back out. yeah, people who can really sing we don't hear from. And then there's other people that they can hold a good note or they do really good recording or they have somebody coaching them real good. But, I mean, like coming from the heart and the soul, you know, it's not a whole lot of folks. And I like the way she brings people out and, and supports them and stuff like that. So. Right. Now, um, I want to see something like that, and I want to see um, I want to see her bring Obama on the show. <laughs> Well, you know, we got a call out to him, so hopefully it'll happen real soon. <laughs> Look, bring him and Michelle out, because, you know, you have, you've seen them dance, right? Yeah, Miss Obama is fly. Well, I like to see them dance. I want to see them both dance. And um, one Monique show. And I want to see Monique dancing with Obama. <laughs> and I want to see uh-huh, you dancing be something Obama. <laughs> so now... Um, other than that, what other things do you have planned? You know, like, uh, do you have anything uh, other than the stuff that you can't mention? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm about to go pick up my cleaning right now. <laughs> I'm joking. I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you ever do shows on cruise ships? I've been on, I've, I've performed on several cruise ships. Okay. How is that um, like? Because I, I know there's one coming up in 2013, um, and I know they put a call out to Monique to be one of the comedians there. So it's uh, oh, really? a Monique don't dishes. like cruise ships. She don't like being locked on the boat. But, you know, <laughs> me, me and my wife, we, we did it. We, 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 we've done several cruises. I, it was a point in my career I was doing two or three cruises a year with, for private groups, you know. Wow. That's something else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I like cruises. You know, I've been I've been all over the Caribbean. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Cozumel. I've been to, you know, uh, I, I've been on that boat. I, I like it actually, but I was in the Navy too. Well, yeah, that's right. Now, um, have you traveled abroad with your comedy? I've been to Amsterdam. I've been to Japan. I've been to, uh, all over Holland. I've been to uh, uh, where else? I've been to the UK, you know, so, you know, I, yeah, I've had an opportunity to see some of this world through, through my jokes. Well, you know what? When um, this show is done recording, I'm going to post it on um, my pod host. And when you come back to Block Club, I'm going to tell you what I do, too, so you can get all your stuff up there and get some more hits. Um, I post it on um, the site called uh, Podomatic, and I have an audience from Asia, United Kingdom, Africa, um, Europe, Russia, and Germany. Uh, I even had people in, in the Czech Republic because it shows wow, you the really? local thing. Mm-hmm. And my blog talk shows get a lot of hits because of that, because I share the link on there, and then people come and, and listen to the show. They may not join the chat room, which, you know, is okay because, uh, you know, I can't pay attention. to. I feel like I'm sitting in front of you, so I don't concentrate right. too much on chat room. So, you know, they listen, and, and I I go back and check my show and see that a lot of people were listening, you know. So um, that helps, and then they download a lot. So, you know, I'm going to put you out there, too. So this interview is going to be out there. So if there's anything you want to share with the public right now, now's your time uh-huh. to say it. 
Well, well, uh, I would like to share with your audience. You know, the, the, the let's connect. You know, uh, my my website is RodneyPerry.com. dot com. I have a Ning site, RodneyPerryLive dot dot com. I'm on Twitter at Rodney Perry, Facebook. Uh, I still got a MySpace. That's how old school I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, MySpace, Twitter, Facebook, all that. I, I still got a Black Planet page. <laughs> Yeah, I just too. I got, I got. Actually, I got three MySpace pages <laughs> and two Black really? pages. Yes. And I oh got man, six, I don't want to know what you're doing with that extra Black Planet page. <laughs> well, one is for my radio show, and one is for me. Uh, but everybody know <laughs> need to date somebody. You know, they keep sending me. I keep. I get a lot of people from Africa sending me notes and stuff. You know, like you know, I, you you the woman in my life. I love you. I want to be with you. Stuff like that. And I'm like, do, do, do they do they sound like that when they type in? That's what I think they sound like. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. My ex cousin was Nigerian. That's how he sounds. So. Oh, got it. My friend's married to a Nigerian. She say he, she say he used to make a cooked chicken naked. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> Well, my ex-husband looked like DMX, so. Oh, really? You was married to DMX? I think I could have sworn it was DMX, but he couldn't rap and he was a little unfreaked. Hilarious. <laughs> no, that's, I love you, know, it. you never know with those folks, you know. My, my girlfriend's uh, cousin was married to one, and she tried to be just like she is in the hood over here or in the hood in Africa. And she went over uh-huh. there and found out he had two other wives. And uh-huh. you, know, you find that out here. Then you step to somebody's house and somebody's arguing and yelling and fussing and fighting, right? Well, she tried right. to do the same thing in Africa and ended up tied to a tree out in front of the house, and they were beating her like two wives and and feeding her like a dog, like you know the metal pan that people get a dog water and food in. They yeah. were feeding her like that, and left her outside in the desert sun. You know, she kind of lost get her mind. Get out of here! How did yeah, she so get away? Um, I think family kind of intervened because it was three months gone by and she didn't come back. She's supposed to come back within like a couple yeah, of weeks. That sounds like a Lifetime movie. Are you serious? It does. It does. It's a true story. True story. And I said, That's what you need people. to write. You need to write that. <laughs> well, you know, she's kind of crazy right now, so it's not like I can really get her version of the story. Other than what she just said, oh, they left me outside. They left me outside like that. That's all I know. So you know, if I, once she get herself together, maybe I'll think about right. it. Right. <laughs> so this this happened recently. This happened, uh, I believe, last year. Last wow. year I heard about it. See, that's what I'm saying. Don't take your hood to the other world because no, really, their really their hood don't. is a little bit worse than ours. So and Very then true. there's no no popo over there. So it's not like somebody got your back. You know. So I tell wow. people that's, all the time, don't, don't. It is, isn't it? But, I mean, in a way, like, when I tell people about it, they laugh at it. But, you know, I can imagine just feeling like a slave and you don't have nobody that knows that you're going through that right then. And she had her kids by somebody else with her, and they're still there. They yeah, are God, still that is, that there. Is, that's, that's bananas. Well, look, sweetie, I got to go in here. I got to go in this house with my family. I want to thank you so much for having me on. No problem, Rodney, and I appreciate you for coming in and and giving us some of your time and talking to us. And I'm gonna Facebook you, and I'm gonna send you the link to the show, so because you probably and and I'll make sure I share it with my network. I wish you would. That'd be wonderful. Thank you so much, Rodney. You have a good good time. Okay. Hey, hey, stay blessed. That to your listeners, God bless all y'all.
<laughs> Thank you, Rodney. I love. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Rodney Perry, our beloved Blog Talk family, as well as a really hilarious comedian and co-host for the Monique Show. He is really wonderful, and to give us some of his time, we appreciate it. We still have about 14 minutes left in our show, and what I'm going to do is play out some music and let you all enjoy it. And um, I will catch you tomorrow when we have uh, a pretty different show. We're going to have um, a, 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 an artist, Amir Baradon, or Baradaron is his name. It's, it's a little confusing, but I'll have it by tomorrow. <laughs> He's a performance artist, and he does a lot of work in New York and some other places in uh, he's going to talk about what that is because we, we want to do a special where we just celebrate art as a whole, so not just music, not just uh, film, but, you know, other types of art. So whatever we can actually show you, we'll talk about it, and then we'll have pictures of it in our blog. So you just keep your eye on it. So I'm going to go put on some more music, and we have a lot of people that sent us some stuff. They said, you know, you put all that good music in there. Can, can you play something for me? I'm going to go ahead and play a song by my girl, Kyra Simone, who is uh, located in the U.K. She's also a radio host for UKSoul.org, and you can look that up on Google and check her out and her little sexy voice and beautiful poetry and beautiful music and her quirky little way of interviewing people is just really funny. I mean, you wouldn't. she's so sweet, you wouldn't know that she was, could be that funny, too. So I'm going to go ahead and put her on, and we'll be right back. Take you on a journey. You come with me. I'm gonna show you what it is to have
man JL. First RB artist off the West Side. I'm doing a mixtape for. West Side, stand up right now. Taste the JL. Let's go. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. I can't sing, but my man, I'm gonna let my man smooth that thing out for you. What's up, y'all? This is Jatan, and you're listening to Indie Radio AM on WNWR 1540 AM in Philadelphia.
Ladies and gentlemen, we got a minute left in our show, and I just want to put a little shout-out to my girls holding it down in our listening area. And uh, I also want to thank Friday again for coming on and, you know, just giving us a good show. Anybody can pop in visit us and find this now. And please make sure to download the show uh, on Amazon. I look forward to seeing everybody next tomorrow. We have our performance artist guest, and then um, Friday we have a young lady today who is a hip hop artist, and um, we'll keep bringing you live on every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And please do not forget NC Radio AM tonight at WNWRAM. We have Beth Bonner, Bobby, We have great content. I want to give another shout out to uh, all my fans who are holding down up the show tonight. Thank you. So, have a good night, everybody. And out. <laughs>